Hey everybody, welcome to Malice Smack Talk. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, Superstar Shakeup Fallout, uh, Crockett Cup, and uh, goodbye to Gold Dust. Uh, but hello, hey. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, Superstar Shakeup Fallout, uh, Crockett Cup, and uh, goodbye to Gold Dust. Uh, but hello, AEW. Uh, lots of good stuff to talk uh, to chat about. Please join us. Getting ready to seize your first opportunity to come into the ring and start grandstanding and hot dogging. Yeah, I can't help it that I look good, smell good, woo, can't dance all night long. When we speak, our voices are heard. We all say, "I bring it." Welcome to Malice Mac Talk. We've consistently kept our name now for over a year, unlike the Viking or the war or whatever it is. Anyways, hey, we are live on Twitch uh, doing our weekly podcast tonight, and uh, we got some great uh, topics to talk about tonight. Uh, I'm your host, Masonic Vader. With me always is Mind Freak. What's up, everybody? Let's have some fun tonight. Woo! Wow, yeah, got it. And uh, Bearded Master. I mean, can you really say you have him as always if he really isn't always on? Oh, and the smack talk begins. Yes, I like it. I like it. it I mean, in all fairness, now, now you bring it down to only to build you up. I got to say, nice elite shirt, brother. Nice elite shirt. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> hey, and it has hey, been It's new, so I figured, hey, what a better way to debut it than tonight with the cleaner. Fantastic. And, and let's give him props to the fact that it has been now a solid month. Oh. He's gone four exact shows. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All righty then. Yeah, well, we've got him for a while. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, before hottest, we start, the hottest acquisition <laughs> this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. F A J Styles on Raw. We got Mind Freak on Smack Talk. There you go, boy. Can we throw uh, him back? What's that? All right, I'm out of here for the night. Can we, can we Brit take him? We send him back faster than Johnny went to Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, hey, so thank you very much to Malice Hyphen Court for letting us do this uh, cast tonight. Uh, they're an awesome site. It's all things nerd. Uh, check them out, Malice Hyphen Corp. They've got a lot of great casts. Friday night's their main cast. It's 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch. Uh, Sunday night at 9 p.m. right now, Game of Thrones uh, recap show right after the P, uh, it's P, uh, the Pacific Coast time uh, show. And uh, and then, of course, you could check out all the other fun stuff, all the back shows for us and everybody else at the website itself. So uh, thank you very much to Malice Hyphen Corp. Let's roll and let's start talking some uh, some wrestling. Start talking about it. Uh, so the first thing we want to talk about tonight is the Superstar Shakeup Fallout. Um, obviously, it was last week. Uh, we had some pleasant surprises and some good returns and and all that fun stuff. Uh, we've gotten one week past, and now we've had some more returns and some more shakeups. Um, let's start with one that we talked about last week. Uh, the, the creative team at WWE apparently has decided to step out and let the B team take over apparently for a couple weeks because they have, and I don't know, I've never seen this before. So you guys could throw in, I've never seen such a botched entry into, uh, into the main program as they have been doing with the, uh, war. No, no, 
the Viking, no, 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 the Viking Raiders, I think, is where they're at now. So they've gone through two name changes in two weeks. And I don't know if you guys noticed it, but the crowd wasn't too into them this last week. Uh, what what are your thoughts on this? Uh, what do you guys think is what's going on with these guys? <clears throat> Mind freak, I'm I'm gonna let you go first. Um, I've already had one rant regarding this, so I will okay. let you go first. Okay, they are messing them up terribly. Like like the 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 name War Raiders that they had in NXT was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. I thought it was perfect. Leave it alone. Bring him up to the main card, change it to Viking experience. Why in the world would they do this? This is the stupidest thing that they could have done. And yeah, the the fans backlashed as well they should have. This week, they're the Viking Raiders. Okay, a little bit better, but still, you've taken a pretty dominant tag team from NXT, gone through two name changes. And as Vader said, you know, the fans just aren't into him right now. And it's probably because, you know, you're shoving two different names uh, different weeks. And I think, Vader, you mentioned in the pre-show uh, that their their finisher is now called the Viking Experience. That is correct. Yes, they, they, they did so, do that. They, <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. It, it, it's just flat out the most ridiculous botched thing i've seen in a long time so our resident viking himself bearded master or at least the beard wise uh have anything else to add to this you said that so i didn't see this part yet but their finisher is now called the the viking experience yeah so so i watched it on uh, monday night and the first thing that caught me off guard, and if you saw, I tweeted it and everything, or Instagram, whatever it was, was they now come out as the Viking Raiders. And so I'm like, okay, that's great. And then when they do the finish and move, you hear Michael Cole, because you know how much I love when Michael Cole shoves shit down your throat. Oh, the finishing move, that is called the Viking Experience. And I just went, oh, my God, what the F. Here, here's even a little fun, uh, a more fun idea here, too, because I, I watched NXT earlier and whatnot. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but as we all know, NXT is usually filmed three to four weeks in advance, maybe two weeks or something. I'm not quite sure exactly the timing. And sure enough, the tag team came out and you hear the music go and you're like, oh yeah, this is great. And then you see four Raiders and everyone's all into it. I'm like, oh, this is freaking genius. Yes. Good job, guys. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. <laughs> so if the finishing move is called Viking Experience, I freaking love it. Like, that's actually a solid freaking name for a finishing move. It uh, is. Magic Killer, 3D. Uh, you know, it, just, it it's – yes, it's a Viking – you're about to go through an experience – from the Vikings, and you're going to be finished. It makes sense right there. Um, as far as Viking Raiders go, I don't mind the name. Like The name sounds better than a Viking experience. I will give yeah. them that. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem with it. What is a Viking? It is a Norwegian Raider. So you are telling me they are now the Raider Raiders? Because that's basically what you're calling them um 
we're gonna call that call this vehicle the sedan car. <laughs> it's the same damn thing, is it not? Um, oh my gosh. We're gonna call look at listen to that chuckling laugh. I'm I'm sorry, it, isn't that the same thing? Yeah. So it doesn't make sense as far as they just threw two words that thought, thought oh, this is gonna sound badass. That nobody everyone's gonna be on board for this. Cool. Except for those who passed eighth grade English, because you just went through the thesaurus <laughs> and said Viking synonyms popped down and said that one works. Let's go that route. Lazy, lazier than Viking experience, because somebody actually had to think about that one. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, better sounding than the first one. Yes. Um, makes sense. Not at all. Like it, it, it it's it's stupid. Um they need to keep yeah, trying. Maybe, maybe this is the gimmick. Maybe every week they're gonna come out with a new uh a new name, and then they're gonna have like Viking Conquest next week, and then the week after that it'll be like the Pirate Conquest, and then it'll be the Pirate Raiders, and then it'll be the Pirate Experience. Uh, and then and then and then and then if they go <laughs> pirate experience, just throw them over to SmackDown. Have them and then with they're going to be called. They're going to be called the Viking Pirates. I mean, it's full well, circle. I, I think they, it's round. It's get, a circle. Wait, wait, wait. We might get Raider Experience in there. We might. They might do that next week. I mean, I. I, I way mean, they're going. If they go to Fox, or when they go to Fox, it would be smart to put the Viking Raiders on Fox. So that when the Vikings play the Raiders, <laughs> running out because <laughs> if you don't know, next season I believe though, because the NFC e or the NFC North does play the AFC West, so I believe that would make the matchup the Vikings versus the Raiders. Um, maybe they're got something going here. I don't know. Yeah, for telling the future, it comes I, with the Viking. Knowledge, <laughs> the beard. I I can't. I the can't bearded experience. That's a name oh. for them. My goodness, <laughs> the bearded Vike, the bearded Raiders. Oh, sign me up. That just made them the name right there. The bearded bearded Raiders. I'm on board. Could you Trade imagine market. the merch? The Trade merch market. they could be selling. Hell, that just became my name. Boom. <laughs> but here's the part that kills me. I have never seen such a screw up in, in the years I've watched wrestling. I've seen I've seen horrible gimmicks. I've seen horrible, but but they've stuck with it. Let's call the Red Rooster out. Uh, you know, let's call the Barber out. You know, I mean, they've had horrible gimmicks that they stuck to. I have never seen WWE screw up so bad with a name change, and then freaking next week it change it to better. But it was like, like you said, like the first one you actually had to think about. The second one was like, well, why would you just take like and put Raiders with it and give them the Raiders? I mean, that's literally what they did over the week. And it, it is, and it sucks because this is an awesome tag team that you can go back for the next three or four months of watching NXT and watch some serious tag team matches that they put on. I mean, even the match they had uh, earlier this afternoon on NXT where they were still called the War Raiders. Uh, it was still a great and entertaining match. These guys are really good. And the thing I noticed about them is that they had 
no fan interaction with them. Like they're 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 doing more screaming and yelling at the fans, like they're like they're Vikings or something. And you can hear them clearly, and the fans are like, "Oh, this is garbage. This is like ridiculous. Like what else? They're expecting a name change. In fact, a lot of signs were saying that stuff. So WWE has totally effed up an awesome tag team." And I really feel bad for these guys because I don't know. I mean, I know it's just a name change. In fact, uh, you know, Pete, I think even also uh, Rucker, uh, they, they were saying it's just a name change. What the hell? But it, it's the it's the product rollout. It's like, what what are you trying to pitch to us? It's like it almost seems like WWE isn't even trying at this point, you know? Yeah, I mean, as far as name changes go, I don't I don't mind them. Um, we'll get into one a little bit later. Uh, but when they do it the wrong <laughs> way – it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the Viking schooners, I mean, just, just come out and just <laughs> let them do their thing. Yeah. And, and, and it's a good segue because now we have a couple, uh, we have a couple other things that happen. So this week uh, we have uh, Robert Rude. You mean Rick Rude? Uh, no. Well, that's what I was about to say. Rick Rude incarnate. Yes. This is, this is, this is Rick Rude coming back all of a sudden. The mustache is a little thicker. It doesn't go down as far. I think uh, I think ravishing his went down more. It but didn't it's actually. If you, you see did. the if you see the the post I post the meme I put out and posted. Oh, actually, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. Oh, it's, even their look, even their their like look in their eye, like their their stance was identical. Like all he needs to do is give up the robe and put on the the the, the tights. And we have ravishing Rick Rude out there again. No, Hell, no, if they really ravishing Rick Rude had a robe, remember? Oh, he, that is he true. He that. did. He now, did. all you fat hog slide, whatever it was, so you can't shut your mouth so I can take the robe off and show the ladies what a real man looks like. They're three weeks too late because they could have had him do this name change three weeks ago, and he could have just been on stage with DX to receive a Hall of Fame ring. <laughs> absolutely yeah and, and it's funny when we were ta- we were kind of like talking about this pre-show and stuff i had mentioned to uh, uh to mind freak that when i first heard of uh bobby root okay um and this was this was when he was wcw or, or excuse me tna excuse me um probably both i don't know i never watched them but i heard the name and the first thing that caught my mind was the fact that wow Oh, is that is he related to Rick Root? Is that could be his son? I don't know. I didn't watch it, but that was the first thought that came to my mind. And then this week he comes out and it's Robert Rude, and he's got that arrogant attitude like Rick Rude. And I, like I said, all he needs to do is take his robe off, start swaying his hips, and uh, come out with the music and try to bring Bobby Heenan back too. Well, what I like is the fact that they uh, they did this change after he got rid of um, Chad Gable, which is fantastic because. I was done seeing him teamed up with Pauly Shore. Um, <laughs> but then he goes and he makes the comment, I lost 185 pounds with Chad Gable going to SmackDown, which was holding me back. And I took it as, you know what, that's kind of the way he said it, how he said it, and when he said it was kind of like a heel way of saying it. Yeah. And I hope yeah. that this is leaning towards a – Heel Robert Roode because we all know that heel Bobby Roode was fantastic. Whenever Bobby Roode has been a heel, he is great. And if they're going to let him go heel as Robert Roode, 
I, it's going to be phenomenal. By by the way, kudos to our producer who uh, put this little uh, little thing in the chat. The Raider experience is just a lot of losing and getting rid of your best people. Ah, uh, yeah, aka Oakland or soon to be Las Vegas Raiders, whatever name you want to go with. Um, my freak, throw your stuff in, man. What do you think about uh, excuse me, Robert Rude? Oh, I love it. it it's it, it's it's kind of you know WWE playing that nostalgia factor. The fact that you're not watching is like, hey, it's very old, you know, Rick Rude s DX Rick Rude kind of thing, and I'm just, I love it. Fantastic. It's a great thing for his character. Um, you know, I'm going to say it, you know, I agree with Marty. You know, <laughs> Here two cents in real quick. Can we, can we, we're no longer calling to call Marty. We're just going to call it the beard. So and for now on, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. like, I, I agree with the, I agree with the beard. I agree with the beard. Well, you know, after what happened to WrestleMania, you guys were like, well, I have to agree with mine. Well, anyway. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Andrade Cien Almas. You know, at some point you have to drop the half part, second part of your name. So instead of bearded master, now it's just the beard. Well, well, think- I, next week I'm gonna call you the bearded experience. Hey, I am <laughs> down for that. <laughs> it, it will be a wild ride. Absolutely, yeah. All right. Um, so we got Robert Rude that comes out, and I and I agree. I like the intro. I like the throwback. I I I want to see him possibly go that direction of a Rick Rude. I really do because I really I really think sometimes. There's some gimmicks that seem like they're overdoing it, but they're really not. I ever always thought that Rick Rude was one of the better heels in the 80s and early 90s with the whole, you know, shut your mouth, let me show the women what a real man looks like and pulling women out of the stands and kissing. That was all great. That was one of the best heels I remember about the 80s. And I think it would be nice to have that nostalgia factor when you could play it right. Uh, maybe not to totally go full rude because obviously you want to kind of have that separation and make it your own character. But man, I'd like him to see him get in that direction at least. So um, from from rude, we had a return. We get for the last three four weeks we've had these vignettes of uh, crazy dollhouses and some crazy looking pterodactyl head, whatever the hell it was. Buzzard. Buzzard, yeah, we didn't know what it was. It was just a. I knew, I, I knew it was going to be right, just with the the creature darkness. But I wasn't expecting it to be this kind of bray. Yeah, I mean, yeah, bray. So first, first we're gonna call back to the eighties and nineties with Rick Rude, and now we're getting called back to the sixties through the nineties with Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Um. All right, then. It's fantastic. <laughs> Next thing you know, we are now going to be getting an hour's worth of wrestling. NXT will be changing from WWE Network to being broadcast at 10 o'clock in the night on the PBS channel. Or or <laughs> NBC at one at 12, 30, no, 1 o'clock right after Saturday Night Live, and they'll be doing uh, what uh, Saturday Night uh, Main Event oh, again. Oh, that's perfect. That means that Colin Jost... Uh, can end up just becoming the 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 com- main commentator. Yeah, studio right and, next door. And, and then move Ron Strowman over to it and just have him pick on him all night. <laughs> so, so what what are my my thoughts on the on the Bray Wyatt? It's it's interesting. I was perplexed. First of all, I was thrown off by the excessive tight pants. That just yeah, they they need to loosen that up just a smidge, just a smidge. Um, 
It was a different Bray, which is good. I, I, I agree with my freak. Like I said, we were having this conversation. Whoa. That's I said rare. it. I said it. Uh, that it's it's still dark Bray White, but this it's this crazy no, no, kind of like you, you miss you miss you're misquoting what I said. I was like, like, it's no, I'm I'm glad you agree with me. Thank you. But if you're gonna if you're gonna agree with me, make sure you get the context correctly. I know you're old. It's okay. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's you, you're taking Bray from like the dark sister Abigail, that dark side kind of Bray. And you're twisting it 180 to where it's going to be the happy, crazy kind of Bray that you have. Is it? I think so. Do we? I mean, we really don't know. We really haven't gotten anything solid yet. But I mean, what the last like two, the last like month, we've been thinking we're getting this dark, twisted character, and then we get Mister Rogers. Firefly uh, Funhouse. Who knows where this is leading? For all we know, he's still some sadistic jackass or crazy ass bastard that we have no idea about. He's yet. doing you know it with what I mean? a smile. And I, I don't know. Maybe a chainsaw cutting through the old Bray Wyatt. That's when, a hint. When he came out, like I thought, oh. They're giving Bo Dallas a repackaging. And then I'm like, oh, no, that's that's Bray. Yeah. Like, wow. Uh, one, I'm going to give this to Bray. Like, hot damn. Like, the dude, like, toned up. He lost some yeah. weight. You know, soon to be daddy life. all beer, dude. Nah, bro. He lost, he, he, he lost some weight. I think JoJo told him, you need to lose some weight so you can take care of his baby at 3 in the morning. Um, so he's changed <laughs> it up a little bit. But. I was like, you know what? I was I was a fan of the of the, of the Eater Worlds. I always was. However, mm-hmm. I do think that they did need a change for him to uh, a change in character. I think it was a perfect timing with him leaving um, when he did. Uh, however, when I look at the character they've done, I'm I'm interested and I'm going to wait to see what happens. However, when I first the first initial reaction was, oh, this is a repackaging of Bo, Bo Dallas. This is an upgrade. But then when I was like, no, this is Bray Wyatt. I feel like this is a downgrade. Uh, I, just, I don't know. It, I, it's going to see where it goes. If anybody is going to own this character and make it something, it will be Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah, if you, you put anybody it. else in this character, with the exception of maybe Matt Hardy, and this character becomes a waste of time, it becomes, you know, Yoakam DDS, it becomes just, it just, it just becomes something weird and just. Another gimmick that passes by the side. That was that was because that was Yankum. Yankum, but because you get, um, you get the master of just master of theater that you get with Bray Wyatt. Um, I think he's going to make this character what it is, and I think at the end of the day, it will end up being something memorable, whether it's a positive or negative. That's going to be seen. But it will definitely be something we're talking about for a while. Oh yeah, he definitely sold himself. When you watch that, you could totally see he was he was straight into it. That was that was a, that was the freaky part about it is how into it he was. You don't know what I want to see. I want to see him come to the ring every match. I want there to be a coat rack at the announcer's table, and I want him to change his sweater jacket for another jacket before he gets into the ring and wrestle. And he does the entire like wardrobe change, just like <laughs> yeah, like Rogers, Mr. Rogers awesome. did. Oh, that and he's got to change awesome. the shoes though too. He's got. Hey, he, he can take shoes. off the vans and he can put on wrestling boots. 
Hell John. yeah, that, that would be sick, dude, actually. I mean, if we got the Olive Garden waiter in there, why can't we have Mr. Rogers in there? Yeah, no, I, I concur. I and, and and going back to what I was saying, I still think it's a you dark side. Of, I, I'm going to because I'm the host, so I'm going to say it, it was wow. a dark side of him that I like. I think it's a twisted dark side. I don't think there's anything happy about it. The the doll and everything kind of throws it in there. I'm waiting for him to flip that freaking switch, man. I want to see. I, I mean, I've been missing Bray Wyatt now because of the simple fact he always brought that. At six, the district, uh, but it was like people were digging it kind of thing. And anytime he he flipped over and was doing the backward spider and crap, holy yeah, I, we need that right now because we don't have any really six sadistic people in the WWE right now. They're well, all you got, Randy Orton. Well, okay, he he, I think mean, he's not sick. He's just no, he just rip, he's just gonna rip your your ear off. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. So you know what? Here's what I'm interested to see. Obviously, he's got the different characters, and because this is the the fun house, there's going to be different characters involved. We're going to see different things pop up, different puppets. I want to see if these puppets are going to mean anything, you know, and I'm going to be interested. Bray is somebody who deserves to have a following, um, a clan, a uh, a uh, stable behind him, a not family, because – not because he needs that support there, but because he's a character who commands followers, and, and and that's who he is. So I'm interested to see what characters and what wrestlers pop out of the woodworks to be part of this fun house persona and world that he's going to become. Because you know, this isn't going to just be something small. There's going he, you know, with the the um the the. Um, lightning uh, fireflies or whatever they called them fireflies, the fire yeah, yeah. you know it was a universe it was the, the you know the buzzards it was a universe that he built and you know it's going to be something big so i'm interested to see all the items that are going to entail this story that he's going to build over the next few months dude SummerSlam, his manager is going to be peewee herman I hope not. I really <laughs> hope not. <laughs> oh man. Um, so there's a couple. It couple wouldn't be things. the first time that he's been there, though. That's true. Good point. Uh, there's a couple more things I saw with the whole superstar shakeup fallout, and it wasn't necessarily. Uh, well, one of them's from a change, and the other one was just the person itself. Uh, Bailey has now. You know, I, I liked Bailey this week. Bailey uh, pretty much got rid of the hugger attitude, wearing the shirt. Uh, and has gone to get in your face attitude, and and I thought the match with Charlotte was great, and I liked her attitude. I'm hoping that they continue the attitude switch with her a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah, to where sure. bunch of dead weight. <laughs> Wasn't me this time. Oh, <laughs> <Wasn't me. laughs> no, the, the Padawan has learned well. <laughs> that is the second time in a week I've heard him say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I didn't like the outcome of the match because I think I'm getting tired of seeing. Uh, think, think, yeah, yeah. getting. Yeah. No, we yeah. know and we are. Yes, yeah, it's ridiculous, man. All oh, ridiculous. So, and but the, but the, here's what's frustrating about that is the fact that she was called out by both Bailey and Becky about being thrown into the picture at all cost, and yet she's still. In the picture, it is absolutely asinine that they keep doing this crap. Uh, you know, to go back, the 
I, you know what? I and I'm glad you wear the shirt. I have fallen off the Bailey train. Um, <laughs> the whole back, you know, whatever was back and forth story and feud between friendship and 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 foe between Sasha and Bailey for the last for you know six months was irritating and tiring. It was gruesome to watch. Um, and then the tag teams was like, oh, okay, well at least we're gonna get this now. Let's get it over with and. I just, I just lost my interest in Bailey as a performer. I really did. Watching her come out last night, she had a fire in her. Yep. She had a little pep in her step. She had like, uh, this is, you know what? I'm here. Don't forget me. I'm still here. I'm still a member of the revolution. I am still part of the four horsewomen who started this. Do not forget me. Oh, and, and then she comes and in and she gives it. it. Yeah. Yeah. She gives it to Charlotte. She yeah. gave it to Becky respectfully because she's a champion and gave her a heads up, but she led into Charlotte and I loved it. And hey, I said, this is why I like Bailey. This is the Bailey we need. And this is what we got. And then they screwed it over by the end of the show. Yeah. Now my freak, did you notice that during that whole segment that Becky and Bailey were both busting Charlotte Normally Charlotte's good on the comeback. She actually got stymied. No, she's not. No, she she's got not. Stymied, man. She, she, she uses got, the yeah. same lines. She screams at Becky because she can't wait till it's her turn to talk, and she yells out the same asinine comments of "I'm better than you. You don't deserve this." It's the same thing. She says the same. Well, let me and yells. Let me throw it out. She's she's quick on the return. How about that? It might be the same. She's quick on it. She got stymied though. She got shut up for a minute. She couldn't even talk. Did you see that, Mind Freak? Oh yeah, I saw it. And and I'm gonna go out there and say this to everybody that says that oh I hate Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns gets shoved down our throat. No, nobody gets shoved down our throats more than Charlotte. Oh, yeah, and it speaks to the fact that she has eight championship runs already, and she's only been in the league or in the in the main show now for four years. I That's mean, a- you know, the fact that it's Charlotte Flair and they just removed they just moved three t- superstar talents across brands to make, you know, things more convenient for yeah. Charlotte is just ridiculous. Yeah, and if you don't yeah. know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about oh. the fact they brought Andrade back to SmackDown Live, which means they got to bring his manager, who's Zelina Vega, which means they got to bring her husband, which is Aleister Black. So now they've separated one of the hottest tag teams because they want to keep Charlotte happy by keeping her beau, Andrade, near her. I was thinking about that too, man. Uh, I, I, I mean, Andrade does speak English. But it seems like it's broken or something. It's, I'm not no, just... it's it's that's not what it is. It's the fact that him and Zelina Vega, they just have a chemistry together that is magnificent. I, I've know? never I've never seen Andrade off screen, so I haven't seen him in like in interviews or anything like that. I mean, I, he he speaks English, obviously. Is he is he is he does he speak it well? Or have yeah. you seen an interview him and yeah. stuff? I, I he's I, perfectly I, fine. He's perfectly okay, fine. Okay, so it's no different than Lana being with Rusev. Rusev speaks perfect English, but Lana stills yeah. with him. Now, the difference between them is Lena can actually perform, but <laughs> the, the two of them are, are great together. So why break them up? Because here's the thing. Zelina Vega, if she goes by off by herself, she gets lost in the shuffle. 
She's yeah. not a talent to where she can go on her own and, and be there and be top talent. She's never going to be a champion. Uh, she's just not that kind of character. Uh, so you you Bennett, you give her the benefit by making her relevant still. Not that she need you know just because her being with Andrade gives her a purpose and it's a good one to have. And but you know they don't want to separate her and her husband, so they got to bring Black over too, and that that ruins a top tag team, which is yeah, fine yeah. because as you know from the beginning I've been saying that I don't like the fact I love them together, but at the same time I don't because they're two people who I feel can have individual um runs, runs. And, and and careers so they kind of hindered them together by them being a tag team and like oh well we're gonna get the two of these great talents that have been dominating on nxt we're gonna put them together well it's like well great now we're not we're all we're gonna get a tag team we're not gonna get individual runs with them well now we can't yeah and uh, so since you him. brought it up since you brought it up uh Vader missed it, but did you catch Alistair's promo last night? Yes, it was fantastic. Right? Dude, I was like... You don't know the character? <laughs> just wait. Like, you I'm... like you know my name? Which I... I yeah, it was like, oh, okay. Your world's gonna be condemned, and it just ended? I was just like, yes! <laughs> We're gonna get a, a... The fact that he's no longer with Ricochet, I think we could end up seeing a dark... Er, Alistair Black. Yeah, because you can't you can't get him to go super dark if he's tag teamed up with Ricochet. Ricochet. You just can't. Yeah, you can. yeah. And then here's another thing I thought about though. After you were talking about that and everything, so <laughs> we saw Undertaker come back night after WrestleMania, and then he's gone. Now we have Undertaker. Yeah. Now we have Al- now we have Alistair Black on SmackDown and. Do you think he's now taking the reins? I'm not saying dead man reigns, but I'm just saying that 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 kind of like you know he comes out with the freaking lights and the little well, yeah, bit of I've been for three weeks now. Well, it... he has been. Oh, okay, well there you go. He's taking it over then. Uh, we're moving on because Bearded Master said that three weeks ago. Um, last thing, I was just, I was, yeah, I was just saying I agree with you. That's why I made that comment. No, thank you. Well, that's why we move on. KO. Uh, KO, dude. Uh, oh, this one coming. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's what's, and that's what's awesome about this. The fact that we all saw it coming, but the thing that made it bad or better and awesome was that I don't think anyone saw it coming this soon. Yeah. I, I honestly thought we were going to get like maybe a week or two before Money Man Bank, and then like, oh, here's your your opponent. We got this shit a month ahead of time. Like last yeah. week, we're talking about how they're like, "Oh, this is funny. This is going to be awesome. Let's see how long this lasts." It didn't even last a week, and, and the way it happened was wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and dude, it was great. They had him set up. He did the the whole intro, and he's out there doing the freaking commentary. And yeah, then just freaking wham, super kick, done. And everybody, dude, it almost reminds me that they should break out that meme again with that girl who was so pissed when the Miz won. They need to put that in there when it happened because that was exactly how that 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 the, the fan base out there reacted. Like mother effer, what the hell? That already. So it, it was awesome to see the turn. Now, here's the downside to this: is that they flipped it early and it was great. Now they have to sustain it. Until money in the bank, if not whenever the heck they t- try to do it, I-, I just hope it wasn't too early for him. No. So right. we are 
four, four weeks, weeks away away. from Monday Bank, which means we are three shows, three SmackDowns away from Money in the Bank, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that means we get a reaction show next week. We get a, uh, a an attack the week after, and then a uh, a rebuttal attack or you our interaction and sign whatever uh, contract sign the last week. Um, I oh, think that this... that's not a spoiler. That's not a spoiler, guys. Just truth. It's not a spoiler. What, what, what does he call it? That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, not a not a, it's not a spoiler, but a prediction. Prediction. Something like, whatever Paul Heyman says, it's not. It's not prediction because it's the same thing. It's whatever. Whatever he calls it. Either way, I don't think it's that early. I think I, the nice thing about it is it's going to really help build up Kofi Kingston as a legitimate champion. And it's going to take away a little bit from the goofiness and the the joking around, which is great, which is what we love about him. But it's going to give us a different side of him also, which is what people are going to hold on to. And that's what's going to be awesome about this. Can, go ahead, Mind Freak. It, it's reverse. It's it's not a prediction, but a spoiler. Oh, that's what it is. Boom. Yeah. I Something like that. No, no, no. Was I just looked it up. No, thank you. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens over the next uh, three weeks there, the money in the bank. And uh, there you go. That, that, was, that was WWE for the week. Um, we're going to switch now from WWE. Um, but actually, you know what? Let's not totally switch. Cause I want to get bearded master a lot, a lot of time on this, but there is one more piece of the WWE that we we can at least talk about. It's, it's, uh, this week we saw the retirement of, uh, from WWE of Dustin Rhodes. Uh, did you guys get a chance to see the video he did with the gold dust character and everything? Uh, no, I didn't yeah. see that video yet. No. Yeah, he did. He did a video. And I think it might have been Game of Thrones music in the background, where he's just put all of his gold dust stuff in a in a in a uh, old Western style kind of uh, case and closing it and saying bye. Gold dust is officially done. Dustin Rhodes walked out or wa- was able to go out on his own terms. He's no longer with WWE. And the good thing is, is AEW's picked up on it because on their Double or Nothing pay per view. Their main event's going to be Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes, which is freaking awesome. It's going to be Cody uh, versus Dustin Rhodes. Cody versus Dustin. There you go. Dusty. Whoever. I don't know if he'll call him Dusty. I think he'll stay with no. Dustin. He's going with the natural Dustin Rhodes. Good. Okay. So yeah, it's it, it's the natural. It's a natural Dustin Rhodes versus Cody. Yeah. The American Nightmare. Yeah, and then I don't know. Did you see? Is he gonna be doing the red and black paint that I kind of saw? He did. He did post a video or picture of that, which is gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I and here's the thing. I, you know, a a week ago, a week and a half ago, I went on a little bit of a rant, um, regarding the fact that here we are, a month out, a month and a half away from Double or Nothing in Las Vegas for AEW's number two event, their second event since the first one's all in, uh, second all time. They have this guy who's essentially running this company who's supposed to be the mainstay of this organization, and he doesn't even have a match yet. Who are they waiting for? Are they waiting for Marty to jump ship? Are they waiting for someone else to show up that we don't know about yet? What's going on? And then literally like 48 hours later, we get a picture of Dustin Rhodes with his mask and the announcement that we're getting him versus Cody. And this is absolutely amazing. I'm a little sad because we're not going to get the payoff 
of the R-Truth and Goldust storyline because we never got to see the finale of that, which sucks because I was, you know, I don't think there was anybody who wasn't tied into them. They gave, they spent a lot of time building up those two guys together in that program until Dust, until Goldust got hurt. Um, and people were, were enjoying it. I, for the most part, I don't remember seeing many people who were against it. It was entertaining, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the fact that we're getting Dustin versus Cody at All In in Vegas is going to be amazing. I think they're going to have a great match. The fact they don't have the WWE chains tied to them to hold them down, prevent them what they can do. Uh, the positive side is this is going to be a phenomenal match compared to their fast, fast lane 2015 match. Gold Dust versus Stardust. Um, that match didn't even go nine minutes. And it just Goldust got the win there, but it wasn't really what we wanted. It was never paid out to be what we needed and what we were hoping for. And then obviously Cody left not much later after that. Um, I think this is going to be the match we were expecting and hoping for. Yeah, and and the reason why that match stunk so bad is the fact that Stardust was never something I don't think Cody really bought into. I think it was just something forced onto him, and he just went with it because he's he's a professional and he does his job. I th- I think it, maybe a hint of it for a second, and when you had that match, it was it was a character that he wasn't it wasn't him. So when you get this match, it's going to happen in a month. It's going to be Cody. It's going to be the way he wants to wrestle, his persona, everything about him, not something that was forced onto him. And like you said, had the chains on him. Uh, I, I think it's going to be an incredible match. I I will probably be getting that pay per view just to see it. To be honest with you, yeah, I uh, I remember this was back in December because it was while I was on my road trip from uh, California to Denver to Texas and back. I remember listening to an interview with Gold Dust as I was driving through New Mexico to Texas. Um, and gold, they, they were talking to Goldust and asking at this point, they were interviewing him as Dustin, uh, as Dustin Runnels, um, and asking him, you know, would you go to AEW? What would you do? Would you fight? Would you come across, um, Cody? And he said that, you know, he, he had, he, he was happy for his brother for what he's doing, what he's been able to do, but he stayed away from him for the most part because of the WWE, um, you know, the biggest wrestling event outside of the WWE that happened, take you know, take away Supercard. Um, the biggest one to happen was All In, and and Cody was the main was the like one of the main events of that card because he was fighting Nick Aldis for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship that their father that his father held once, uh, and 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 Dustin couldn't even be at the arena to watch his brother win that match or even fight for the title. And that was because of WWE. He wasn't even performing there or wrestling, but because of his contract, it basically prohibited him from being there supporting his brother. So he's had to go the last six, you know, last six months to a year of supporting his brother from the sidelines and the shadows because he didn't want to upset his company. And that that gives a lot of respect to him, the fact that he would do that and respected what they were offering or telling him. But then it's, it's kind of you've seen it comes to the point he he wanted to have that match. Uh, he didn't they didn't get what they wanted as far as performers go and having that feud together. And they, you know, he asked him at this point, I think that he was already contemplating leaving and going this direction. He was rehabbing an injury. Uh, but we're getting at it. He asked for his release because he's healthy now. And I think that's, you know, 
comes down to him making something happen for his life and being better off and being able to have that connection with his brother that he wasn't able to have before. Yeah, I agree. My freak, uh, what are your thoughts on it, man? And I, uh, I like to hear your insight. So my insight was, it's this, it's, you know, it's, yeah, they're brothers. They come from a really, you know, they're, they're the sons of Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. Um, what's more there to say about them? Both of them are fantastic in-ring performers. Um, and yeah, and watching the whole Stardust versus Goldust, yeah, it was good. It was great, but the ending just sucked. It was just like, that's it? Like, come on. Like, it could have, they could have done it way better. So this is a chance for both of them to, like, ha- like, uh, like the beard said, you know, have the match they want, uh, to be able to do the match they want with their own moves, set their own skill set, and just put on a fantastic show. And since it's been announced and all that stuff, I'm excited for Double or Nothing, and I can't wait to watch that match because it's going to be great. It'll be interesting to see what happens afterwards because obviously uh, Dustin's got his years on him. You could definitely see. I mean, one of the things I definitely notice about him when he's on his Instagram or on his Twitter is that you see the pictures of him, and you could definitely see he's, he his age is there. the the uh, The makeup of Gold Dust does a phenomenal job of hiding that. Um, he has this match. Do you think they probably bring him on as like creative or partially part owner? I mean, because you've already got, you know, not part Cody. owner. He may come on as a, as creative. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. They only have one executive, one producer for the entire organization right now. And that yeah. one producer is Billy Gunn. Um, bringing Goldust on, I think that they, they have worked with each other. They know each other. That could be a good partnership. For all we know, this could actually end up being, seeing what plays out on social media, YouTube, uh, and how they play this out uh, on BTE, this could end up being, yes, he's getting his match against his brother. This could be very well be the his retire, his farewell, you know, his swan song, his farewell. He's getting to go out on his own terms. He, he's leaving. He left the WWE. Now he gets to go have his final match against his brother. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. But it could be his – I mean, he is older. He's he's getting up there in age. He's obviously a lot older than Cody uh, because, I mean, they are half-brothers, so they are a big age difference. Uh, but what, it's interesting to see what's going to happen. Could he stay on and stay in the industry and then help AEW? Absolutely. Uh, but as far as in performer, I'm interested to see if, if this is going to be his last match or if he's going to have a feud and storyline going on with Cody. I mean, if Cody wins – then they do have the history of, well, he beat him as Stardust. He beat me. You beat me as Cody. Let's have that final, you know, rubber match. Yeah, very true. I, I just, I, I want to see him do some stuff. I want to do something cool. I, I like seeing the family get thin there, which is awesome. Because if anything you can know about the Rhodes family, going back to his, his dad, is, man, they're all about family. And and it's really I mentioned this when when they mentioned AEW I said dude that's awesome that Cody Rhodes doing that he's got his wife involved with it I mean I I love that about the AEW and I think that's what's going to make them more successful than other organizations from the past as far as TNA or even going by as WCW is because they have that connection with the past and they're trying to make it a family thing because that's quite frankly how WWE came around. It was all family. It was off. It was Vince McMahon buying it from uh, Vince McKinney, man, buying it from his dad. And then 
as you can see, years pass, all all the kids are involved. I mean, mom was involved, so uh, it, it's gonna and be awesome. If she wasn't, you know, in government, I bet we could see Linda back on TV. Oh yeah, as soon as she's done with government, she's back in there. I can't well, wait. She did say she was resigning here soon too. I, I heard well, that. Well, hopefully by SummerSlam. No. I'm just kidding. We're gonna have um, that match between Stephanie and Linda. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I've been waiting for that twenty years now. Um, all right, let's switch page now. One more time, uh, we got a big event coming up here pretty soon. Uh, I looked through the roster, but because I'm gonna, I'm still like still getting into the outside stuff. I'm gonna defer over to our, the bearded one. Uh, we've got the Crockett Cup coming up, and uh, and and his main event's gonna have his boy Marty Scroll in there. Go ahead and uh, give us the uh, give us the knowledge, sir. Tell us all about it. All right. So the Crockett Cup is making its comeback. Um, its first one in nearly thirty or in thirty one years. Like there hasn't been a Crockett Cup since eighty eight. So this is awesome that uh, they're bringing this back and, and they're really getting this going in, uh, in North Carolina this weekend. Um, there's been a lot of buildup for it for a couple of reasons. One, it's a Crockett Cup. It holds that name. It's been there. It's it's prominent for the re, you know when you go back to the territories, this this was big you know. So the fact that Jim Crockett Jr. is is kind of is putting this all together, um, in memory of his dad and and everything it did is you know obviously the the Crockett Cup is a tag team tournament style championship or not really a championship but just cup. It's you know it's king of the ring for tag teams and that's essentially what it is. Um, there, you know, there've been qualifying matches. There's going to be, I mean, it's Ring of Honor, New Japan, uh, other wrestling organizations, NWA. There's tag teams from all across the board have, you know, participated in the qualifying matches. Um, I mean, there's going to be six teams. Or I'm sorry, eight teams going for the Crockett Cup. Um, first round, uh, Ring of Honor, former Ring of Honor champions. Our tag team champions, and personally, I feel like they, if not, if it wasn't for the Usos, and it, it's very close to even passing them up. Um, I would say the Briscoes are probably the biggest tag team and best tag team in the world. Um, and I would put them up against GOD, um, the Usos, and the Young Bucks. Um, they've topped the Young Bucks multiple times. Um, they're in a feud right now with Gorillas of Destiny, which is actually heating up pretty damn good. Um, and the Usos are the Usos, you know what I mean? Um, I really wish that the, that the WWE would go to help let allow some t- um territory stuff happen and stuff that was like part of the territories. I feel like they should let them be involved in because the territories do have history with the WWE. The WWE essentially has a lot of the southern wrestling. Uh, so it would have been awesome if like cross promotion with the Usos being in this tournament. That'd be amazing. Uh, but we got the Briscoes going up with, you know, one of uh, the tag teams from uh, Masonic Vader's heyday in the Rock and Roll Express. Yes. I was about to ask you, is that the same or is yes. this a, the, that's the it same is, guy? It, it is the Hall of Fame oh tag team. God, Robert Gibson, Ricky Morton, Rock and Roll Express. I, I, I saw Rock and Roll Express on there. I was like, dude, it can't be the same dudes, man. They're like 70 now, aren't wow. they? Yep, yep. It's them. They are in this oh with the Briscoes. Gosh. Uh, 
Build Enterprises, so Brody King and PCO. PCO, who's another 50-year-old dude, but that guy can do shit. Like, I mean, just I've seen him do stuff, and it was great watching him wrestle, but watching him at Madison Square Garden at Supercard, the stuff this dude was doing, my goodness. Like, he – I mean, let's put it this way. Crockett Cup this weekend, his next big match is against Matt Taven for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Like, he's a 50-year-old man fighting <laughs> on a whole new level. It's ridiculous. Um, versus Kojima and Nagata, um, just another tag team that, that's been around for a little while. Um, Flip Gordon, you know, let, let Flip in. And Bandito, who have – I'm kind of – it's actually kind of interesting that the two of them teamed up because Bandito's been doing his thing um, – he, and, and then Flip Gordon was injured for a little while, and he, you know, he's been on the on his run with the elites, and and then against Bully Ray. So the fact I really didn't really see Flip Gordon Bandito together, but they are, and they you know that that's cool that they do a lot of similar wrestling styles. Going against uh, Guerrero Maya Jr. and Stuka Jr. Um, be interesting match. It's gonna be that's gonna be a high flying, very fast and quick match. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Bandito, Maya, and Stuka have the lucha libre background. Um, Flip Gordon. I mean, hell, the dude's called Flip for a reason. The dude is just <laughs> the dude. He he's not, he's just all over the place. I mean, he's 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 like little Mighty Mouse up in that ring. You know what I mean? Um, the War Kings, which has got Crimson and Jax Dane. Um, in in this match, two up and comers that. Have have been pretty solid. Jax Dane's been around for a little while, and he's been a pretty solid wrestler. And he's been, you know, NWA Ring of Honor. He was an Impact for a while. Hell, he's even got some ties to Ohio Valley Wrestling. Um, so the guy's he he's a beast. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what they they got. But there there there's a wild card battle royal that's gonna happen in the beginning of this card. Um, they haven't announced who's in the battle royal. There's going to be multiple tag teams in this battle royal that nobody knows who's even in this card until the, the day of the event, which is enough to tune in to to see what tag teams show up because yeah. that's going to be fantastic. And then that, that winner of that battle royal will take the eighth seed. Um, you know, so it's going to be some great matches. I think that the, the way, depending on who the wild card winners are, I feel like these cards kind of line up who's going to move on to the second round. Um, but those that, that that I mean that's what the Crockett Cup's for. There's eleven or there's um seven match six matches, seven matches, and just tag team. You know we yeah. talk about tag team wrestling being top notch around the world. Well here we are. We're gonna see some top notch wrestling. I wouldn't be surprised if Gorillas of Destiny don't show up in this tag team. This is the fact that this has New Japan tie-ins. I would I would I would be surprised to not see that. I wouldn't even be surprised to see the young bucks there because the fact that the AEW and they've been, you know, the guys have all talked about how they're going to allow people to do other things outside of AEW. Well, why wouldn't the young bucks join into the Crockett cup? Well, how about about Enzo and Cass? (laughs) And just like Nick Cage references on Friday night, Oh, this show man. has run its course. Um, <laughs> wow. So to all of our viewers that we just had, Masonic Vader just lost them all. There you go. Um, there's going to be – there's three title matches on the card. Um, 
the the first mid card this is a mid card championship match, the NWA National Championship versus Willie Mack. Who Willie Mack? If you haven't watched anything from him, then you're missing out. The dude is a beast of dawn. Like he he's just everywhere, man. Like it, he's fantastic in the ring. Um, impact. Um, the stuff he did there, what he's been doing with NWA since Corgan brought him over. Um, he's inter- he's entertaining to watch. He really is. And the fact that he's going against Colt Cabana. Yeah. Uh, I mean. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm the biggest like Cabana wrestling fan, but I love watching Ring of Honor to listen to Cabana and watch him wrestle and what he does do. Um, this will be an interesting match. I don't. I don't think Colt really has a chance, but Colt has been. You know, he's been involved himself in wrestling more often than he had, was in the past, and the fact that he just got done with the New Japan Cup, and now we're seeing him fighting Willie Mack for the NWA National Championship. That's kind of interesting. That's cool. See, he's getting back out there. Uh, I think a lot was was kind of holding him back and weighing on him with the whole CM Punk crap, uh, which I'll, I'll get into that in a little while. Um, so it's, it's it's cool seeing him back out there in the ring for our championship. Uh, the next two matches, I am I I, I am so excited for this. Um, the singles match for the now vacant NWA Women's Championship, who was Jazz, uh, which Jazz has been around for a while. We all know who Jazz yeah, is. Jazz, yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately, this last week she had to uh, relinquish her title for personal reasons that she didn't want to really get into, but had it has to step away from wrestling for a moment. Um, so you know, whatever that she's got going on, hopefully she gets through it. Um, cause it's, it's never, never a good thing to see somebody have to give up a title that they've earned so well. Um, especially for, for reasons unknown, that's personal like that. You know, the, obviously it's never a good thing. Yeah, um, so we got, here, it sucks. Yeah. So we got Allison K, uh, also known as Sienna, who's, who was originally in the match to, to fight jazz. Um, and their new, uh, the new entry that was thrown into there yesterday. Um, another other than uh, uh, the the great, the wonderful, the amazing Santana Garrett, <laughs> the woman of titles, former Wow Women's Champion, Shine Women's Champion. Um, oh, that's right, former NWA Women's Champion, Santana Garrett. I can't tell you how happy and excited I am that she's in this match. Um, anybody who knows me, anyone who follows me, anyone who's listened to me talk, rant, and, and whatever wrestling, Santana Gary is my absolute favorite female wrestler. Um, always has been. Um, when she was Brittany on Impact, uh, hell, I go to WoW tapings. Because of that woman, because what she does in the ring on the mic, I don't care what anyone says, it's fantastic. She's an amazing performer. Um, I don't know which direction it's going to go because Santana wasn't originally part of the plan for that for that story. Um, but we don't know what the outcome originally was. So I'm hoping that if this goes well, this is Santana's first real match back. Uh, she's had a few matches since then, but she you know gave up the Wow Women's Championship uh, as of TV in January. Um, unfortunately, I saw that happen back in October. Um, but you know, her her dad passed away this be- the beginning of the year. 
she's kind of stepped away from wrestling. Now, over the last month or so, she's been really trying to get back into it and get back on pace and track where she was. What better way than going out for the title that's vacant that you once held? That's going to be amazing. Um, now, the story of the year, the match is going to be amazing. We talked about All In back in September, how Cody Rhodes lifting that NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, the title his dad held, was the feel-good moment of the show, which was amazing. That was definitely the moment of the event, but it wasn't the match of the event. The match of the event began to Oshisuke Okada and who do you fight? Oh, that's right. Marty Scroll, the villain. <laughs> um, Marty, per- personally, Marty Scroll is. I th- you know, you're wearing the elite shirt. I believe, to, he, honestly, that he is the biggest breakout star of the Bullet Club and the elite. Um, the guy was really on nobody's radar beforehand. Everyone expected Adam Page to be the breakout star. You can't really call Cody Kenny or the Bucks breakout stars because everyone knows who they are. Um, ever since Marty has taken the reins and he took the spot once they kicked Adam Cole out, um, He's just been on a on a full blown trajectory to the top, and you know he's had great matches. He was part of the Bullet Club, part of the Elite. Had the amazing the match of the night against Okada, who is one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, and now uh, again the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Had an amazing match a few weeks later at Fighting Unleashed um, against Will Ospreay, who's an amazing talent. Also um, had a Great outing in a triple threat ladder match for the Ring of Honor Championship against Matt Taven and Jaylee Lethal at Supercard. Um, the fact that he's fighting Nick Aldis for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, a title that Nick Aldis has earned, carried, and represented on the at the highest level, is amazing. Marty Scroll absolutely deserves this opportunity. And what makes this better is their lifelong. They're, they've been friends since they were 16 years old. Like, they used to wrestle in, like, we talk about wrestlers here who have grown up wrestling in the, the gymnasiums and stuff like that. Scroll and Aldis did the same thing in London. Like, that's where they started. They, their background is, so this has a, a history to the story behind this match. So what better way to have a main event at the Crockett Cup, which is a you know, an historic t- uh, name and, and show and events that have a a story with history between two wrestlers fighting for a historic title at a historic card. Uh, it just doesn't get any better than that. Like, if you weren't bought into this match or didn't know much about it, look into it. Watch the feud between all this. It's not even a feud. It's just just watch the back and forth and the promos cut between Aldis and Skrull, Um, to the point where Aldis is basically telling, making promos that he's Marty Skrull's father and he has to come to him for advice to move forward. Like that. That's just like Aldis as as held himself at such a high premier level that. This match is going to be nothing less than extraordinary. Something definitely to look into. Well, I mean, and kudos for the simple fact that they did bring 
the Crockett Cup back because, uh, you know, Crockett, man, has been a legendary promoter. Uh, he's been through every every major promotion. I remember seeing him in the WWE rolling around with his uh, – or no, excuse me, WWF rolling around with his tennis racket and everything. It was it was awesome. The, the guy is, is is like I said, legendary. It, he should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. I don't think he's in there yet. And I think it's more of a personal thing versus anything, feud. Uh, and it's nice to see that they brought it back because I do remember – back in the days getting my pro wrestling illustrated magazine and seeing the Crockett cup in there. And it, it, it's, it's awesome to see it's coming back. I, when I saw what was going on uh, and saw the roster, I was like, Oh man, uh, Marty scroll is going to be there. And, and bearded master talks highly about him all the time. And I've seen Santana yep. here, even NXT and everything. I agree. She's phenomenal in the ring. Uh, I think she, it's one of those things that WWE missed out on. I mean, I know she still makes appearances here and there in NXT, yeah, but they can really they make her. They gypped her in her last match against Dakota Kai. Who, where's Dakota Kai at now? Oh, that's right. Not doing anything. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so that, that that's coming up here this weekend. So uh, kudos to uh, bearded the bearded one for giving us the insight on there. We've got some stuff happening outside of WWE in the next month that's going to be awesome. Um, and uh, you know, definitely, I'm going to keep my eyes out out for it. Uh, I am definitely going to be checking out the AEW pay per view in the month. I want to see I want to see that happening. Um, but that's our show, guys. I think I think we've ran everything through the through the ground tonight. What do you guys think? I think that CM Punk trying to make a comeback and he sucks. Uh, but other than that, we're good. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. He said he would never come back in the ring. What's up with the mask, dude? Just so apparently, from some other reports that I've been reading also and what I've been told and heard, um, so I looked into it myself. Apparently, Punk's been making appearances for years now as a masked character, just pops up here and there, and nobody's known about it. So, I don't know. The douchebag needs to go away and never come back. Well, bring AJ Lee. Bring yeah. her along. Bring uh, her yeah. along. And then yeah, later, yeah. drop her off at the prom and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know what, though? And I, I get you. I understand why people have negatives about CM Punk. However, you do have to admit, in his time with WWE, he had the universe. And, 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 and he was one of the top guys during that. Uh, it's unfortunate that he went the path that he did and everything because he could have potentially been one of the better, uh, if not possible, legendary uh, people to go in the Hall of Fame eventually at one point if he, if he kept with it and everything. But, yeah, it, it's crazy. Hearing, I, I saw that video. I was like, "Oh my gosh, dude, you're struggling, man." Apparently, MMA you is see, not your thing anymore. Did, did you see his GTS that he apparently did? Like that GTS was the weakest and worst GTS I've ever seen. Like, yeah, I saw it. It was terrible. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. He's slightly I, ring rusty. I mean, even Hideo <laughs> Tommy was sitting at home, like, dude. You're better than that. Like, don't even don't don't sully my name and my mood. <laughs> right? Fucking that crap. Dale Tommy's gonna fly back over here just to whoop his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, Malice Corp, thank you so much for letting us uh, do this cast again tonight. Thanks for everyone who showed up in the chat. 
Welcome, NWH4. I appreciate you jumping in at the last uh, here. We really want to see you here next time, though, next week. And please participate. Get in this chat room and uh, tell us your thoughts and feelings of everything we were talking about tonight. Um, Mind Freak, where can, where can our uh, fans follow you at, sir? Other than over my shoulder at Twitter at MindFreakMLG, you can also follow me right here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash btbmindfreak. A uh, bunch of different streaming games, all that kind of stuff. Got a great season for games coming out here over the next couple months. So uh, be on the lookout for some of those. Yes, sir. Much appreciated on that. Uh, Bearded Master, where can we follow you, sir, other than what's over my shoulder? You can please not look over over my shoulder. Just come to uh, a Bearded Master on both Instagram and Twitter and hit me up there. A um, lot of stuff going on there. Uh, wrestling, the mainstay of that. We also talk in pop culture, uh, MCU, Marvel, especially Endgame coming out this week. If you have wait, wait, wait. What's coming out this week? Endgame, Avengers Endgame, man. Like the biggest movie of the year. I don't care what anyone says. It's the biggest movie of the year. It will be at the end of the year. Um, it'll surpass everything else coming out this year. Uh, even Star Wars Episode Nine. I think it already surpassed everything anyways. 120 million before the damn thing even opened. Oh, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, like I said, a bearded master, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and for me, just like Mind Freak shirt, the elite Kenny Omega. Good day and good night. <laughs> yeah, and you can follow me at Masonic Vader, Masonic Vader 71 on PlayStation Network. It's been a wonderful night. Thank you so much for joining us here at Malice Smack Talk. We will see you next week, Wednesday night, eh, 10 ish, eh, 10 ish, maybe 10 30 ish. We'll, you know, we'll try to get it down for you, East Coast peeps. We appreciate you uh, checking us out. Uh, we, oh, and, and if you have been watching our show, we've got some, we got a surprise for you guys. Uh, we always end our show a certain way. So if you want mine, we end it with the one, two, three. Ooh, it's a real bell and he needs to practice more on it. But yeah. Sounded as ancient as the Crockett Cup. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. We will see you next week. Have a wonderful night. The time strikes. We're back in.